0: Hey there, welcome to the Mile High Church Podcast. We have two online classes starting this week. Prosperity Plus starts Tuesday with Michelle Madrano, and Compassionate Parenting, Love and Logic for Early Childhood with Barry Ebert starting Thursday. Visit milehighchurch.org for details. And before I step into my message today, I just want to uh, put forth a shameless plug for a class that I'm starting this Tuesday called Prosperity Plus. If you've been wanting to deepen your understanding of abundance and prosperity, this class is based on some work with Mary Morrissey. In fact, we watch a lot of videos from Mary in the class, and you get to take home a bunch of MP3s with messages from Mary in them. So we hope you'll join us. You can go to the Mile High Church page under the classes to register. I'd love to have you there with me. And we are continuing to celebrate love today through Valentine's. It's Valentine's Day 2021. It's extremely cold here in Denver. I don't know how it is where you all are. I know many of you are here in town with us, but many of you are from all over the world, and it's, uh, it's like been minus eight degrees overnight, and so it's a chilly morning, and uh, it's great to be in this warm sanctuary, and we miss you all so much, and so glad that you're here this morning. I can feel your warmth with us right now through the platforms that you're watching on through Facebook and YouTube and and through our website. So it's, it's so wonderful to come together in this way and to celebrate Valentine's Day together. And um, I want to remind you uh, and invite you to consider having a phone or an iPad near you during this service if you'd like, because later on in the service, I might invite you to take a selfie and to post the selfie today in celebration of Valentine's Day. We're going to do something very different, a very different service today. For years, we've talked about uh, around here, should we have some sort of a a commitment ceremony for couples on or near Valentine's Day and we begin to dream about it and talk about it and then we sort of back off from it mostly because we recognize that there are so many different forms that people are experiencing in terms of relationship right now. I think it's true at all times, but uh, in our daily lives, especially right now after COVID and being at home so much, I know that there are many of us who are married and happily at home with our beloved partner or spouse and in committed relationships and and then there are those of us who maybe have uh, this year lost someone we loved and we're feeling the the grieving of that, whether it be through the death of that person or through a parting of ways that happens in relationships. And I've been hearing a lot from people who are just home alone and feeling lonely and disconnected. And I was reading, a, a hearing a story, not reading, hearing a story the other day on uh, a news story about people dating and how online dating is having this huge surge during this time of staying at home. And so maybe you're dating and looking for a relationship, but the bottom line is that a commitment ceremony uh, seems to only serve those who are in a committed relationship. And yet, and yet, I began to dream about, well, what might that look like if it was a ceremony or a a service that actually could include all of us, no matter what our relationship status is right now? Is there a a ceremony that we could create, a, a commitment ceremony, So, today's message is titled A Commitment, a Life Commitment to Love, because that's really where it starts. We start out with love. Love, a quality that we believe, an experience, an expression that is permeating all of life. We hear in the Judeo Christian Bible and in sacred texts everywhere about how God is love. And so we step into that love powerfully, and I'm inviting us to step into it today no matter what our status is, no matter if we're all alone or we're with someone that we are in love with, and recognize that Valentine's Day can be kind of a a charged day for, for us no matter what we're in. If we're in a relationship, we might have huge expectations about what our beloved should be doing for us or how they should be treating us today because, after all, it's Valentine's Day or... If we're all alone, we yearn for that kind of treatment, even just a card or a, a note, a sign of love. I remember um, years ago in the fourth grade, my most painful Valentine's Day ever. In the fourth grade, I was going through a, a very challenging time. Believe it or not, even though I'm only five foot four, at that time I was the tallest girl in my class the tallest girl by far, and I was being teased and tortured and bullied in Mrs. Birch's fourth grade class at Sunset Ridge Elementary up in Westminster. I went to school every day and just felt horrible and scared and disconnected and all my little fourth grade heart wanted was to be loved and accepted. And I remember that year as Valentine's Day rolled around and we were all given a list of every kid in the class and told that we would all bring a valentine for everyone. And on one hand, I thought that was kind of cool because everybody would get valentines. And that day I went home with my little shoebox of valentines and I was so excited to get valentines. But I remember going through them and feeling some hope some boy somewhere in my class would do something extra special to show me that I was loved and special. And while it was so wonderful to get those Valentines, it was also so painful because that didn't happen. There was no extra special Valentines for me that year. And many years were kind of like that for me as I went through Valentine's Day, hoping, praying, wishing for someone special who would see me as special and would want to celebrate their love for me. And I don't think I'm alone in that. I think all of us as children and even as adults sometimes find a day like this dedicated to love and romance and we kind of have mixed feelings about it. Yay, nay, no, no. So this Valentine's Day, I'm inviting us into... A deeper walk with that love. We're going to do this, this ceremony in stages, different aspects of love that invite us in. And I recognize that the, the first couple of aspects of love that we're going to celebrate, they're applicable to all of us. They leave no one out. They are for each one of us, no matter what. And so Before we do that, I want to invite us just to take a deep breath and to consider treating this time and treating our space, the space that we're in, whether we're with other people or we're all alone, as a sacred holy space for a little while. I only get to speak for about 20 more minutes, and in that time, I'm inviting us to consider Really just breathing in and taking in this space and being very present to ourselves and to the space we're in. And if we're with other people, to those people. If we're with our beloved, to that, that beloved. Just being right here, right now. Very good. And so the first phase that I want to talk about is a love that is transcendent. It's the love that God is, the love of God. Not the love that we have for God, but the love that God is as us, as it flows through our being, as it expresses in us and as us. This is important for us to stay tuned to because this love relationship is our one true eternal relationship. We humans have this huge romanticized projection of eternal love and so we have uh, often forced it into romantic love at the human level and have come up with all sorts of uh, constraints and containers upon which we say uh, that we have to find our person that we're with for the rest of our lives and even imagine an eternal relationship with them in the afterlife and We will be in relationship to every human we've ever come in contact with eternally because they become a part of the tapestry of our soul. So that's true, yet the one true eternal relationship we have is with the creator that created and sustains us and all of life itself. We believe here that this creator is manifest in, through, and as everything and everyone. So we have a very personal relationship with it through our own essence, our own soul, our own inner beingness, our higher self. It's often the relationship that we give the least time and energy, pay the least attention to, because our culture and our world wants us to believe that the most important relationship is that romantic one but see I believe that this relationship with the divine is the cake it's the true substance all that that comes beyond that with my friends and family and beloveds and partners might be the icing on the cake but we don't pay enough attention I think at times to this relationship this one that we will have eternally this one that is the true sustainer of us this one that is the wisdom living within us and as us i often use the example of of this life that is within us and all around us is like the sun it shines unconditionally upon all beings just as this light shines unconditionally upon us through us and as us now through our perceptions, we can block it out. But even the sun itself, the sun that is is shining upon this beautiful earth, when it goes down at night as our earth rotates and we cannot see it, still we can measure sunlight even in our darkened space. And for each one of us. I believe God, the love that God is, is much like this. Even in our darkest moments, if we allow ourselves, we can feel and sense that light that God is, that love that God is, shining through us, guiding us, bringing wisdom and comfort and peace to our hearts. Sometimes when our hearts are broken, when we're confused, when we don't know how to move forward, still this eternal presence remains solid secure it's our truest security it's our truest love and it is what we yearn for more than anything else yes i know it appears as though we yearn for relationships with people and we yearn for that job and we yearn for money and we yearn for health and we yearn for this and we yearn for that but truly I believe that what we yearn for is the experience of the divine in the midst of any condition we're in. And so our first vow today I'm inviting us into is a an awakened relationship with that divine presence. And so at any point as we do these vows, if you want to place your hand on your heart, if you want to... Go into prayer position. Feel free if you want to snap a selfie of yourself and in that space when you're done with your vow, feel free to do that so we can spread the love, so to speak. But I'm going to invite us into that sacred space within and to repeat aloud if you choose to or, or even in your own quiet mind the vow that I've brought today for us and our relationship with the divine. So here's the first vow we get to take. I open to the eternal love of God as my true and only source. I accept that God loves me eternally. And we take a deep breath and I invite us to feel something click in, to the depths of our being something that is awakened reawakened anchored in us anchored in God anchored in that love then we can move forward into life the very next relationship we get to explore that's so important is the love of myself the love of ourself this is the one relationship that we will have this entire life, no matter what. And I'm asking us today to enter into a deeper commitment with the love of God and the love of ourselves. To be willing to to remind ourselves that each one of us is an expression of the divine. And to do the holy, sacred work of finding any pockets of perceived unworthiness, unlovability within us, and continue to work with ourselves to heal that, to work with those around us to heal that, to begin to let go of those perceptions. Indeed, I would say that the healing and the restoration of ourselves to ourselves is some of the most holy, sacred work we shall do this lifetime. That those of us who who live in relationship and have our priorities clear and strong, I believe, are working constantly to stay connected to the divine and then working constantly to stay connected to ourselves, to establish self-love, to establish self-respect, to establish a relationship with ourselves where we love and are gentle with ourselves, kind to ourselves, so clearly respectful and joyful about this life that we get to be, and to honor that any place that we look out and feel we're not good enough, or we're not worthy enough, or we're not lovable enough, that we understand that that's a perception that we have taken on through our per- our perceptions and relationships, and we and we alone can begin to make that shift out of that perception and step into that. In 2008, I came here to Denver for a conference we were having for the Centers for Spiritual Living. And uh, my high school friend, Claudia Milner, was teaching at Sunset Ridge Elementary. She was teaching third, fourth, and fifth graders. And I made arrangements to go visit her at that school, thinking it might be kind of healing, because I knew that I I wanted to heal. I was being called to heal some of those uh, those reflections and perceptions I had of myself from that time in fourth grade. And I thought it would be really healing to walk into that, that school again and, and walk in as a grown woman and, and be strong. Well, it turns out, unbeknownst to me or to Claudia, that when I went to visit Claudia in her classroom, she was teaching in the same fourth grade classroom that I had experienced all of that pain and suffering it was hard to walk into that classroom, although I was thrilled to see my beloved Claudia and thrilled to see her teaching and thrilled to be with these beautiful children she was working with. And it was around Valentine's Day. The kids were making Valentine's. I went and sat down over in a corner and just observed and was going through my own sacred process of just breathing and trying to send love into the space and just be light and enjoy the children. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, one of the little boys came over and kind of shyly gave me a valentine. And my heart just burst open. And then before I knew it, other little boys were coming over and giving me candy and little valentines and I went home with my own little personal pile of loving valentines that day. And it was almost like life was offering me the opportunity to let go and to heal and restore myself to myself through my intentions and through the kind acts of these beautiful little boys in this class. It was very special and very sacred. And it reminded me and continues to remind me that the job of self-healing, the job of being kind to myself, the job of standing fully in myself, the job of loving myself, the job of, of being my best self, that's mine. It's mine and mine alone. And as I commit to it, and as I vow to walk forward in my life every day, loving and honoring myself, then the magnet that I am and that I attract to me is more and more of love and affirmation. It starts with us. So this next vow is a vow to ourselves. Again, placing our hands in prayer or over our hearts, let us say, together. I continue to release any aspect of me that I feel is unlovable and surrender into loving myself. I continue to release any aspect of me that I feel is unlovable and surrender into loving myself. Today, not only vowing this but treating oneself as one's valentine might mean writing a love letter to myself, buying something special for myself, a treat or something, a gift, doing something that I love to do today just because I love to do it, going someplace I love to go, wandering in nature if that's what I love, and just being my own valentine, getting myself flowers, treating myself with the specialness that I know that I'm worth and that I am. So that I make myself fully available and bring my whole self into this life experience. That's what I do when I vow to do this. The next relationship phase that I invite us into is the love of previous partners. Most of us have had previous loves that we are no longer with for whatever reason. And this phase can support us now, whether we're in a relationship and we want it to continue to get better, or if we're looking for a relationship and we want it to be even better. Because it's really important for us to remember that the past relationships that we've had and the issues that were in them that might have been troubling to us or challenging to us. Don't just magically go away when the relationship is over. No matter where that other person is, there's always a a contribution that we're all making to our relationships and our previous relationships and the issues we've had with them. If we don't continue to smooth them out and work with them and heal, they energetically remain in our consciousness, in our energy. They remain as perceptions we have about ourselves. They remain as an energy that drives us forward to be attracted to people who have the similar energy of our previous partner until we have been willing to work to let go and to even forgive and to to do our own healing of ourselves and reclaim ourselves within the life of that relationship even when it's gone, even when it's no longer here. And so I believe that uh, those of us who've had relationships from our past or even that which we call divorce in our past sometimes feel guilt and remorse and anger and resentment and frustration about those relationships. But I believe fervently that there is no such thing as a failed relationship. That all relationships have their gifts for us and that the purpose and intention of relationship is always growing us and challenging us to return ourselves to ourselves even within those relationships and that as we step away from them and no matter what form they held we can do so with love and grace and learn to forgive and let go. I have a a first husband, a man named Brad, that I married in 1997, an amazing man. And we had a 15-year marriage that was wonderful. There was a time when we decided we were complete in that marriage. And I remember standing in front of our congregation in Arizona with him there as a practitioner, me as the minister vowing to him and to all who would hear me that I vowed when I married the man to love, honor, and cherish him the rest of our lives. And I promise I will keep that vow. It just won't be in the marriage relationship that we had initially imagined. It will be in a transformed relationship and we continue to love and honor each other now, even though we are divorced. And so our past marriages, relationships, can be gifts that we allow ourselves to fully receive when we continue to let those people go, to let go of any resentment or anger that we've had about them and move forward. So the vow for this one, if you're willing to do it today, is to go within and imagine that person or persons, if you have unresolved relationship issues with someone from the past, and say with me, thank you for what you brought to me, how your influence contributed to my growth and evolution. I set you free and myself free to live life fully. I set you free. You let them go. Now, for some of us, that's enough for today. We're happy and whole in our relationship with God, with ourself, letting go of the past. And we're not interested in bringing in a new relationship. But if you are interested in bringing in a new relationship and you're not partnered right now, this next phase is for you. We'll get to all you couples who are already partnered in a few minutes. This phase is for those who are interested in drawing in a new relationship, embracing new love. It's important in embracing new love to to do the letting go of the previous so that we can be the fullest expression of ourselves now for that new relationship. You see, we don't get the relationship we want. We never get the relationship we want. We get the relationship we are. We get who we are reflected back to us in our relationships. That's why if we aren't connected to our source, if we aren't loving ourselves, if we aren't letting go of the past, we will draw relationships in who will push those buttons until we do. And so if we're consciously doing that work though, we have the opportunity to really then call in a powerful relationship. The founder of our teaching, Ernest Holmes, my favorite quote of his is, life cannot do for us what it can't do through us. It has to do life through us. We have to have a place within us. He actually says life can only do for us what it can do through us. We have to have a place within us that is this holy, sacred welcoming of ourselves fully, authentically, and powerfully, and profoundly to draw to us what it is that we are. I remember years ago making copious lists here at Mile High Church, writing down all the qualities that I wanted in a relationship, almost desperately at times. And, and I was very good at manifesting a relationship that had all those qualities. I could go back and look at my paper and I could check them all off and say, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I'm good. But I would always forget something really important. <laughs> it was always a, a reflection of a lack of maturity within me that I would forget to say, oh, yeah, it has to be somebody who's actually not in another relationship already, or it, wouldn't be, it would be nice if that person was a straight man, not a gay man. I don't need to be attracted to gay men. I just, I just need to find a, a man who's available, and I was not available. And so, therefore, I kept being very attracted to other men who were not available in some way, shape, or form, but I would forget to write that down. Isn't that interesting? Get everything but that. Everything but that thing that was living in me, that was unresolved. And as soon as I worked on that, I was able to draw to me that which was more appropriate for me, which was able to grow me and support me in my life journey. And so if you're interested in attracting relationship today, if you're wanting to bring it forth, it's time to anchor into yourself powerfully and be authentic and continue the healing journey and to make a vow to yourself and make a vow to the person that you're attracting. So though that person may not be by your side right now, just take a deep breath with me and imagine being in that space where you are fully present in that relationship and fully present to that person, and they are fully present to you. And let us commit together. I commit to loving myself enough in this life To continue to become available for loving partnership. I welcome love into my life by being my authentic self. Very good. And last but not least, if you're with a current partner, and if you're having expectations today about how Valentine should be, maybe this is it. Maybe this sacred moment is a possible moment of commitment in the heart. Whether you're with your partner right now, I know we have a lot of our uh, folks here, uh, J- Reverend Josh is here and his wife is not here today and Rama's here and his lovely wife is not here today. And and so uh, whether you're in the physical presence of your beloveds or not, just allow yourself. Nathan's not with Autumn, I know, Autumn's not here. Were you saying, were you saying, hey? <laughs> just take a moment to imagine that beloved person and imagine that relationship we know that with every relationship we have these ups and downs and again i believe that every relationship especially romantic relationship is designed to help us chip away at that which is not the truth of who we are so that we can bring our authentic self into the relationship. And so that happens through conflict and challenge sometimes. It happens through not agreeing on certain things. It happens through upset. It happens through relationship. Please know that if that is happening in your relationship, as long as you're being safe with each other and no one is harming one another, that is a part of the sacred dance of relationship. But it doesn't ever mean that we can't be fully present to one another and be in the love and in the sacred work of relationship. And so take a moment and and imagine your partner if you're not with them or look into their eyes if you are and join me in this vow. I love myself and love you enough to commit to living a life dedicated to love and partnership with you. Today I celebrate our love. And just know that we're here for you here at Mile High Church. Through all of these phases of love, if you need support and sometimes we do, we need a part we need someone else who's objective, a, a therapy or a practitioner or or a group, or friends to support us in our relationships. And particularly right now, our practitioner prayer partners who've really honed in on the art of relationships are available through our prayer and care center right now for anyone who'd like to work on relationship issues. You can go to the Mile High Church website and find the prayer and care center and sign up for a session. It's a Zoom session right now. It's an online session. But they're here for us right now to help us anchor in relationships. And if by some chance you have taken one of those pictures, we invite you to flood social media today, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever you like, to flood social media with the picture of yourself in your vow or you with your beloved and, uh, and hashtag, it's going to be hashtag Valentine's Vows hashtag Valentine's vows so we can see each other's pictures and feel the love because there's so much going on in the world and today on Valentine's Day we at Mile High Church would like to spread love love and show love in its full force which is you and me and all of us loving God, loving ourselves loving each other so join me now for a prayer we go within And just breathe in and feel ourselves closing this sacred time of of speaking vows and making a commitment. What I absolutely know and affirm is that today every love song that exists in this universe is the universe, is God singing to us. Singing just as Cheryl Renee sang a little while ago, you are so beautiful to me singing about love in every way shape or form the universe God that love is celebrating each one of us each of us a unique expression of it it could not love us more it's exceedingly fond of each one of us it celebrates our very existence And when we come together in friendship and partnerships and creative endeavors and loving relationships with our beloveds, our lovers, we create a light whereby we extend the love that God is between us and between all beings everywhere. Love is good. Love is God. Love is who we are. And this Valentine's Day, I accept and affirm that we are that love made manifest, we live that love made manifest, and that we find our way into this being a very happy, holy, sacred Valentine's Day for ourselves, and we wish this upon all beings everywhere. Thank you, life, for the love that sustains us and fortifies us and lifts us up We simply release this prayer now, letting it be, letting it go. Thank you, life. And so it is. Thank you for listening to the Mile High Church Podcast. This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners like you. If you'd like to make a donation, please visit us at milehighchurch.org. Have a fabulous day.